Section 63 of Narratives of Coloured Americans. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Leanne Coe. Narratives of Coloured Americans by Abigail Mott and M. S. Wood. Faith of a Poor Blind Woman and African Schools in New York. Faith of a Poor Blind Woman A person going to see a very aged woman of colour found a respectable-looking white girl sitting by her, reading the Bible for her. On inquiring of the old woman whether she could ever read, the visitor was answered, Oh yes, mistress, and I used to read a great deal in that book, pointing to a Bible very much worn that lay on the table. But now I am most blind, and the good girls read for me. But by and by, when I get on Zion's hill, I shall then see as well as anybody. The poor of this world are often found rich in faith, and their confidence in the wisdom and goodness of a bountiful creator strong. How frequently, on visiting the abodes of the aged and the infirm, do we find this verified? One saying, when something is handed her, The Lord has sent me this. Another, the Lord put it into my heart to be industrious and lay up something for old age, etc. African Schools in New York The Clarkson Association for Instructing Adult Females of Colour commenced in the spring of 1811 and was conducted 10 or 12 years by a number of young ladies of the Society of Friends. This was the first institution that came under the appellation of Sabbath School in this city, where there are now so many. It was taught on that day because those people had generally more leisure to attend than on other days of the week, but these benevolent ladies soon appropriated also one afternoon in the middle of the week for such as were at liberty to attend. There were a considerable number of aged women, as well as those in the prime of life, who learned to read and rejoiced greatly in the acquisition. There were also schools kept by young men, for adults of colour of the other sex. There is one remarkable fact connected with the effects of this excellent school upon the moral condition of the coloured people. At every term of the court of sessions in this city, there are many coloured persons convicted of crimes and sent to the state prison or penitentiary. This school has now been in operation a number of years, and several thousands of scholars have received the benefit of a good thorough English education and but three persons who have been educated here have been convicted in our criminal courts. Several girls who have received their education at this school have gone with their parents to Haiti, where they will be capable of teaching schools and may be of singular benefit. Two interesting letters, written in a very fair, intelligible hand by one of these girls about 14 years old, have been received by E.J. Cox, extracts from which are here subjoined. Republic of Haiti, City of St. Domingo, September 29, 1824. Dear teacher, with pleasure I hasten to inform you of our safe arrival in St. Domingo after a passage of 21 days. Mother and myself were very much afflicted with seasickness for about 9 or 10 days, but after that we enjoyed a little of the pleasures of our voyage. On our arrival, we were conducted by the captain of the port to the governor's house, where we were received by him, 
with all the friendship that he could have received us with had we been intimately acquainted for years. After informing him of our intention of residing on the island, we were conducted to the residence of the second general in command, where we had our names registered. From thence we went to see the principal chapel in the city, to give a description of which it requires a far abler pen than mine. She, however, mentions many particulars. But you cannot form an idea of it, unless you could see for yourself. After we had viewed the church throughout, we were conducted to our lodging, at which place we are at present. Since we have been here, my sampler and bench cover have been seen by a number of ladies and gentlemen, and have been very much admired by all who have seen them. Dear teacher, notwithstanding we are hundreds of miles from each other, I hope you will not think that I shall forget you, or those kind friends, I mean the trustees, who have been so kind to me, for had it not been for them and yourself, perhaps I never should have known one half what I do, as respects my education, for which, for them and you, to God I shall offer up my humble prayers for your welfare, both in this life and that which is to come. I am, with respect, yours, Serena M. Baldwin. End of section 63